Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am so wired to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about why they left their partner at the altar. There's an awkward moment at a wedding when the guests are asked if they know any reason why this wedding should not take place. We know, we've all heard that saying, right? But some people don't even get that far. Do you have a gnawing feeling in your gut that something is wrong and you definitely have to bail? Has your partner done something so wrong that you can't forget, let alone forgive? Let's see what really goes on here. All right, so that's what we're talking about. You can hop in on this conversation. A couple of different ways you can do so. You can phone in. Yes, you can. The phone in number is 323 323- 6421677 again that number is 3236421677 and you can also hop on to my chat line so if you're listening live it's Tuesday 3 p.m. Pacific time the chat line just go to my blogtalkradio.com forward slash dt linda gross forward slash dt linda gross and you can hop on to the chat line I want to hear what your stories are. Do you know of somebody in this situation that got jilted at the altar or perhaps you had it done to you? Did someone leave you? (laughs) I want to hear your story. So make sure you call in or use the chat line. All right, so let's get started here. A couple of quick little excerpts that I found and just wanted to share those with you. One person says, I took lorazepam on my wedding day to calm my nerves. I was loopy as heck. I ended up passing out and missing my own wedding. (laughs) Is that a good excuse? Uh, I guess so. (laughs) The next one says, I didn't go through with the wedding because in the days leading up to it, I dreaded the future instead of being excited for it. All right. Next one says, she was so controlling. I didn't go through with it. I'm so glad I didn't marry her. I'm going to have the more expanded version on this story in just a few minutes. The next one says, the closer I got to the wedding, the less I felt it was about my wishes, but more so about my mother-in-law's wedding. I had to back out. I mean, whose life is it anyway? The next one says, I ran away from my own wedding. I couldn't see myself with one person for the rest of my life. Is this you? If it is, I want you to call in. I want to hear these stories. All right. The next one says, I left my bride at the altar. It's now four years later, and I'm happily married with two wonderful kids. I married her cousin. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's that's a wild one for the book. How horrible. I left her at the altar, this next one says, but it wasn't my fault. My tux didn't come back from the cleaners in time. Okay, I think you should marry the lorazepam girl. All right, the next one says, I got food poisoning on the day of my wedding and never went back. Okay, well, people thought that I left my groom at the altar, but I was on the toilet the whole time. You were just down the hall, right? (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering if you could text that so the people in the church could know what's going on. The next one, and this one's pretty sad. I have to give her props for this. She says, I had a miscarriage on my wedding day. I ended up leaving my groom at the altar because I couldn't come to terms with what happened. Yeah, that's a serious one. Wow, how unfortunate that it happens on your wedding day. Oof. That one's going to take a long minute to get over. I'm sorry about that, girl. The next one says, I left my fiancé at the altar five years ago because I realized I never loved him. My current boyfriend thinks that he left me so I don't look like a total jerk. Well, I guess you got to hide that from the current boyfriend because if the current boyfriend found out that that's what you did, probably he wouldn't propose. That's what that one's about. Now, the best one that I heard on these messages was, I left my boyfriend at the altar and I don't feel bad about it. And it turns out he was sleeping with my stepmother. Oh, boy. <laughs> that one definitely warrants leaving and not turning back. Oh, my gosh. All right. So here are some funny stories I'd like to share with you on this topic. By the way, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross, and we're talking about why they left their partner at the altar. So the first one says, well, she wanted one last fling. So one group tells a story that he says, I left her on the day before the wedding because as a bachelor party, for me, she had sent one of her friends who came with us to keep an eye on me so I wouldn't cheat with a stripper. So her spy later on drunkenly confessed that he knew my fiance cheated on me with some douchebag for the last two months because she wanted one last fling. I also found out that some of my friends knew about it, but none of them told me. I had to confront her, and she denied it, but she eventually confessed, and then she tried to justify it. So we had to break it off, of course. I later found out that the douchebag is actually one of the bosses at her work, and he is married. She got knocked up by this said douchebag. Now, As really rotten luck would have it, he got custody on their child, and now she is living with her parents, no job, wasting her life away. (laughs) Well, that's, that's a good story to tell. Glad you wised up in time. All right, so the next one says the fiancé, she became more and more controlling. And he goes on to write, I left my ex-fiancé a month before the wedding. I never actually proposed to her. She more or less did it to me. 
we were in a mall and she wanted to go to a jewelry store to look at engagement rings. I wasn't expecting to walk out of there with one, but we did. The salesperson even took a just-engaged Polaroid. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine that? She became more and more controlling, and I couldn't take it anymore. After I left her, her friend texted me on the day of the supposed ceremony telling me that the cake was delicious. My ex somehow managed to break into my email and ask me who a girl was in an email I received after I left her. I could understand her reasoning if it was before, but it wasn't. So she also texted me a while after I left and told me that she missed her period. Well, an hour later, I got another text that said, never mind. Wow, that's high drama right there. I'm pretty sure that I dodged a bullet by leaving, he says. (laughs) All right. This next one goes on to say, all she cared about was the wedding. One man tells his story about my brother left his fiance a week before the wedding. Basically, as soon as he proposed, all she cared about was the wedding. Yep, guys, we've heard this story many, many times before. He wanted a very small wedding and she wanted a huge one. She was also very religious as her father is a preacher and he was not religious at all. She told him that she wanted him to become a deacon in her father's church, and he told her no. He didn't want to do that. Pretty much they were disagreeing on everything up until that point. Finally, he called it off. He said it was the hardest thing he's ever had to do, but he knew that he made the right decision. All right, well... As I mentioned in my book, Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever, there are quite a number of women that are marrying the picture in their head, their ideal wedding, this concept of a wedding. It doesn't even have to be you. You could be interchangeable. You, the groom, could be interchangeable with anybody, so to speak. They want to be the center of attention. They want the bridal shower, the reception dinner. They want all eyes up front. You know, when they're walking down the aisle, the music, the flowers, the oohs, the ahs. And really, the groom has little or nothing to do with it. I mean, if, if not you, it could be anybody else, really. So there are quite a number of women who operate from this particular point of view that all she cared about was the wedding and you're just a player in her imagination, right, in her movie. So beware <laughs> of women like this. The next one says, I missed her, but I think I did dodge a bullet. So he says, I bailed just two days before we were headed to City Hall. It was a green card marriage, I will admit. On our second date, though, she mentioned that her visa was expiring in six months. And jokingly, I proposed to her. We continued dating, and we were falling for each other, and that proposal became much more real as the deadline approached. I backed out at the last minute because we just didn't agree on a few details. Living arrangements and finances were easy. What couldn't be negotiated was, 
was how seriously either of us wanted to take those marriage vows. I wanted to at least attempt to be married, he said, as a monogamous couple. She really didn't want to commit to that. If she falls deeper in love, great. If not, the way I looked at it, we'd just be roommates. I miss her, but I think I did dodge a bullet. I believe she would have vanished on me at some point, and then I could be in real jam over immigration crime troubles. So glad he didn't go down that route. Next up, we have the groom saying, the more the merrier. Turns out, 10 days before the wedding, he found out she was sleeping with somebody else. And he discovered that she was a former stripper and a sex addict and had been seeing other people for the entire five years that we were together. He says that he's thankful for every day that she didn't go through with it. Forget about she, that he didn't go through with it, you mean. (laughs) All right. Okay, so if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to The Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. While we're on the break, I wanted to, those of you who are listening live, or you can actually see the montage, the the picture montage, but I'm going to be referring to it and talking about it in the next segment here. So look for the picture that's called Video Montage, and uh, you can check this out. If you go to blog talk radio forward slash DET Linda Gross, that's DET Linda Gross, and look at the uh, picture montage and you'll see what I'm going to be talking about. So we'll catch you right back after the break. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, real truth about women that'll change your life forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about why they left their partner at the altar. You can hop in on this conversation 
323-642-1677. Again, that number is 323-642-1677. And you can also use our chat line on Blog Talk Radio. All right. So most people wouldn't go through with a wedding if they found out that their fiance was cheating on them. But one groom decided to actually use the event as vengeance against his unfaithful wife-to-be. It all went down during a montage about the couple's relationship. In the middle of the sweet video, the footage was taken by a private investigator that the man had hired, that the groom had hired. It showed the woman going to a hotel room with her alleged lover. So see the pic that I'm calling uh, video montage and you'll see what I'm talking about. Shocked guests at the wedding immediately took out their phones and snapped up the pictures. Holy cow. (laughs) So that's called getting even with the person right there with all 100 of your guests to snap pictures and to judge her. Oh my gosh, what a horrible embarrassment. All right. I really like this next story. This guy really has has it going on i tell you he's got a very clear head and a fast thinker listen to what he was up to so a man whose wedding was called off at the very last minute had turned the potentially heartbreaking situation into an opportunity to help others now the groom works in internet marketing in pittsburgh pennsylvania he decided to not wallow in his misery after he and his bride suddenly decided not to tie the knot for reasons he chose not to disclose. The 32-year-old turned the post-wedding reception he had already paid for into a fundraiser, raising thousands of dollars in aid of a charity that benefits sick children in developing countries. In a clever play on words, he dubbed the reception Lemon Aid like Farm Aid, you know, those uh, charities that go on, after people reminded him of the old adage about making lemonade when life gives you lemon. Tickets to the event, where guests feasted on gourmet appetizers and sipped on free cocktails, cost $75 each. And the sponsorship options began at $150. Now, the groom says he had more than 800 requests from people all over the country asking to buy tickets to this event, some of them donating tens of thousands of dollars to the cause. In a press release, the groom explained, nothing I experience will ever be equal to the obstacles these kids face each day of their lives. I'm just glad to be in a situation where I can lend a helping hand. Bad things happen, he added, but no matter what the obstacles you face, you have to keep working hard to turn the lemons in your life into lemonade. Even the Pittsburgh mayor hopped in and was one of the first to lend a hand, donating a luncheon to be raffled off at the benefit. Now, the groom may have been unlucky in love once, but it looks like he may well get a few dates out of his charity benefit. Since word got out that he was hosting the event, he says that he has received about 500 Facebook friend requests, mostly from women, and some even from moms and grandmothers 
looking to set him up with their daughters or granddaughters. Now, of course, with the breakup being so recent, romance is undoubtedly the furthest thing from his mind. And he says, this fundraiser is my current fiancé or girlfriend, he joked. And he says that it's not my wedding, but I'm sure it'll be something that I will remember for the rest of my life. Wow. Let's give that guy a hand clap. What a wonderful way to turn things around there and help the needy sick children to boot at the same time. All right. Well, we have an avid listener of our show. His name is Chris, and he's at work right now, and he couldn't call in, but I invite you to call in. You can do so at 323-642-1677. 323-642-1677. Anyway, he wrote on my Facebook fan page, by the way, same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and you can post on my wall, you can send me a DM, or you can also go to my IG. The IG is Linda Gross Speaks. Linda Gross Speaks. You can uh, post on my wall there, or you can also send me a PM. All right? So anyway, Chris writes, I left my fiance despite still very much loving her even today. In fact, I'd say love is why I walked away. I work in healthcare and I'm often surrounded by lots of beautiful women. And on top of that, I was working lots of overtime to make money for me to better take care of her, my fiance. Unfortunately, this made her very uncomfortable and insecure. I never cheated on her, and I always wanted her and not those other women. But she kept picturing the nurses, the nurses' aides, physical therapists, and occupational therapists that I work with with trying to lure me into sexual and romantic encounters, which was really absurd because I never dipped my pen in the company ink. Good for you, Chris. And unfortunately, she wanted to get married way too soon and kept pressuring me to move the timeline for us to get married much too fast. And she wanted children before we were ready. And she wasn't giving me the room to grow so we could take good care of those children that we bring into this world. So I had to leave so she could be set free to pursue the relationship that she wanted because I just couldn't provide it. Smartest thing you could have done. And like I was mentioning earlier, a lot of these women, their timelines are really fast. I mean, even with dating, as I mentioned in my book, Mastering Women, men are slow. Women know in the first five minutes if this is going to work out or not. Men, it takes them 90 days. That's just a first date situation. Now, you fast forward that, and already on the first or second or third date, they're asking you about marriage. They're asking you about kids. From a guy's point of view, it's pretty overwhelming, and you're not ready. You don't even know if you like her yet, let alone want to answer any marriage or children type questions, right? So it's wrong of women to put the pressure on this way. And I'm so glad you had the sense to move on because she was probably just going to continue pressuring you. And it never works out to your benefit if the guy is pressured too much and isn't coming from his own heart as to looking forward to a life together. Let me tell you about another story. (laughs) This 
about the engagement ring. This is a good one. So this jilted groom, who is 31 years old, he launches a lawsuit against his ex-fiancee over a $125,000 diamond engagement ring after their wedding was suddenly called off. Amy and Bradley, a couple whose marriage was set for October 29th, broke off their engagement and canceled their wedding and are now in court not to get married, but to fight because Bradley is now suing Amy for the return of this $125,000 engagement ring that he gave her. So Bradley works in digital marketing, claims that she is refusing to give it back. Both of these people are from Manhattan. The couple had been living together for more than three years at the time of the engagement. They were engaged for nearly a year, but ended up breaking up before their wedding. He has now demanded that she return the emerald cut diamond ring that he gave to her or its value in cash. It's not clear why the wedding was suddenly called off with court documents simply stating that the marriage did not occur. Bradley says he wrote to his former fiance asking her to return the engagement ring but claims she has willfully and maliciously refused. Ooh, wonder how the judge is going to rule on that one. <laughs> is he going to throw her in jail? She probably doesn't have that kind of money. I wonder what's going to happen, what's going to become of that one. So, I mean, I can understand how pissed he is. So, I get it. All right. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about why they left their partner at the altar right? Okay, so you can hop in, call us at 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. When we come back from the break, I'm going to talk about a jilted fiance who is suing her, not only for the ring, but suing her for back rent. Oh, yeah. You won't want to miss this story. So we'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Well, 
welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We were talking about the guy earlier who was suing for the ring, but this next guy is suing not only for the ring, of course, but this jilted groom is suing for rent and then some. <laughs> Let's hear about his case. Well, the groom, Stephen Silverstein, who's also from New York, by the way, says, dump me once, shame on you, dump me twice, and I'll see you in court. This room means business here. So this wannabe groom is suing his former fiance, who broke off their engagement twice in two years, arguing that she should pay back her share of the rent and the deposit that he put down for the wedding. In papers filed in the Manhattan Supreme Court, Stephen Silverstein says that Kendra Platt stiffed him with the down payment for their now-ditched September 22nd wedding in Long Island, which included the venue, the band, the DJ, the photographer, and the videographer. Silverstein, who's 29 years old, also says he wants her to cough up her half of the rent on the Upper East Side apartment that they shared for a total of 15 months during their two failed attempts at matrimony. The wedding deposit and rent were gifts in contemplation of their impending marriage, he claims in the suit. And the couple began dating a few years ago after meeting when Pratt was working as a flight attendant. The telecommunications exec apparently swept Pratt off her feet and they were engaged within a year. She then moved from California to New York to be near her man. And within a year, they were living together in his East 86th Street apartment, the suit says. Silverstein claims that he paid her share of the rent for six months until she broke things off. About 15 months later, he apparently decided to let bygones be bygones, and they rekindled their relationship. But for a second time, they committed to enter themselves into marriage. The bride moved back in with him in August, and her name was added to the lease, the suit says. He again paid her share of the rent, only to get dumped about nine months later, so she traveled from California ostensibly for one for a one-week visit on April 13th, the filing says. But after 10 days, she communicated to the plaintiff that she wished to call off the planned wedding and end their relationship. After the second breakup, she withdrew, and I love how he, he knows all these numbers to the penny, she withdrew $54,367.87 from their joint account, even though only $35,097.97 of that was hers, the suit says. So Platt came back to town earlier this month and finally returned Steve Silverstein's $32,000 engagement ring, the suit says. But the ex-fiance said that that was not enough to satisfy him. He doesn't want to dismiss the case. What he wants is the $19,000 back from their bank account, $28,000 in rent, and half of the $27,000 in non-refundable deposits for which he is on the hook for their canceled nuptials for 150 guests. Now, the filing doesn't say what will become of the wedding gift. 
a lawyer for Platt who's working in marketing in San Diego said that she generally denies the allegations and plans to counter sue since Silverstein failed to return some of her possessions, including her makeup. Oh, good grief. The lawyer also said that the bride believed that by returning the engagement ring, the former lovebirds had resolved their dispute. No, because he's not acting in the same way as the previous guy who was only looking for reimbursement of the engagement ring. So, oh boy, what a tangled web. So what are you going to do with these people? I think it's pretty prudent to get a prenup, get all this stuff down. Another thing you can do that's pretty smart is to check out my book, Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. I want you to fast forward and go to the chapter of the eight areas of divorce court because I think most people don't talk about these subjects and that's why they get into such huge hot waters. So what you do is you go through those eight areas with your intended and before you pop the question, you make sure that you're on the same page. So if you get through section three, great, you move on to section four. If you get through section four, you move on to section five and you need to discuss all of those topics. Now, if you hit a roadblock, by the time you get to the sixth area of divorce court, try to work out your differences, try to come to terms with it. If you can't get past whatever that issue is, maybe you shouldn't be popping the question because you guys are not on the same page. Same with this guy. He's thinking in his mind, I'm paying rent. Now, meanwhile, he already had the apartment with her or without her. He was still going to be paying rent even though she wasn't even there, right? Or even if she hadn't come into his life or even if she had walked away the first time she canceled the marriage. But he's thinking, in his mind, you owe me this. So that's all well and good if you think that, but you guys need to discuss such things so the communication is clear and that you're on the same page, right? Okay, thank you for joining our show today. If you like our show, there are many ways that you can show your love. You can listen, call, subscribe, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book, Mastering Women, on Amazon. By the way, all of our social media is usually, if you just go to Google, just type in the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, all the different forms of media should pop up for you. And there's lots of ways to listen. For example, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about a man's marrying window. Usually there are statistical reasons why or if a man marries. Is it socioeconomics, religion, politics, upbringing, or or something else that makes a guy marry. If the guy is not the marrying kind, are there factors that make him reconsider? That's what we were talking about. So with last week's show, of course, you can listen right here on Blog Talk Radio. You can listen to the archive shows, or better yet, head over to SoundCloud. You can listen there and also tune in. So again, 
easy to do. Just go to Google, the Men's Advocate Show, SoundCloud. And I've been getting a lot of messages from my listeners saying that their favorite way to listen to a podcast is showing up in those locations as well. So check it out. Listen to not only last week's show, but if you're a new listener to the show, we have about five years of archived shows that you can listen to, comment on. I'd really love to hear from you. If you have a topic you'd like me to discuss or you'd like me to interview a guest, I would love to do that. Just send me a message and we will make that happen. Thank you for joining the show. We'll catch you next time. We're usually here Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Bye for now and we'll catch you next week.